Welcome to Biz Break, episode number 10. We have Greg Weatherden again with us, author of Get More Life Out of Your Business, and also has an amazing podcast, The Small Business Minute. Today, we're going to be talking with Greg about a couple uh, topics. First, I, I'm interested in hearing more about your book and maybe some of the, the key messages in your book, uh, Get More Life Out of Your Business. Thanks, Chris. The book, uh, Get More Life Out of Your Business, is really a culmination of my uh, life's work. And what I came to realize is most entrepreneurs end up being the hardest working person in their companies, and they become slaves. And that's not the reason people go into business. So true. I, the reason I wrote the book is to tell people there is an alternative. Mm-hmm that the company should support your needs, that you're not supposed to be that hardest working person. And a lot of entrepreneurs get into that role because they have to make every decision. And what they don't realize is they're hiring employees and they need to be able to trust and delegate that work to the employees and become a coach slash mentor to them. The the leader's role in any company is not to be leading the charge. They're actually there to support the individuals that work for them Mm -hmm. and make that team stronger. And in turn, those group of people, any of their employees, will now uh, help to support their lifestyle. One thing I also, I think when when I read the book, I recall you speaking about process and how important process is. Uh, can Can you talk to that? Sure. I mean, one of the things that we had a mandate at my organization that I, that I implemented, if we're going to do anything more than once, we created a template. And that was the genesis for the processes because there's so much work in any organization that is repetitive. However, we leave it to the individuals to, to develop that process. It may not be the best, but it's the best that they, they can do as an individual, which is okay. However, if that individual ever left, the organization, the process, and sort of the the brain trust walks out the door. So one of the things we started to establish um, at a high level and then moved it down through every process within the organization, we developed a written format. And it was a step-by-step uh, template. Which ultimately helped you uh, with probably the valuation of your business when you sold it. Totally, because it was a, effectively a, a binder, virtual or otherwise, that mm-hmm. we could hand to the owner and say, this is how we do it here. And the way we tested that when we wrote those processes, we didn't. the individual that wrote it wasn't the one that tested it. We brought in total strangers to sit down and go through the process. And they were not to assume or make any judgments. They were just to follow the steps. And we quickly learned where the gaps were, and uh, we could backfill that. And technically... What our trained person could do in in 20 minutes may take a total stranger an hour and a half, but the point was somebody else could do that job and the the company didn't get crippled. And I I see that, um, you know, in this day and age with uh, so many boomers selling their businesses, they actually have lifestyle businesses that they never actually had any process. And hence, it's all in their head and they have nothing to sell. So in a sense, it's a tragedy uh, in some cases. But it's it's good that uh, your book uh, covers that. And and I know you also speak to it when you do speaking engagements. Now, can you actually tell me a little bit more about your podcast, The Small Business Minute? The Small Business Minute, I've been writing a blog for uh, four or five years now, and I always had an interest in a podcast, and there's a number of podcasts such as this one, and they're great. They're great resources. I've been a huge advocate of audio listening way back, and I'm dating myself out there, with cassettes. And for the younger audience, those are little things you used to put in your dash and listen to in the Uh, At least you didn't say A-track. Yeah. Uh, No. (laughs) However, I spent thousands of dollars on audio um, education, if you wish, uh, self-improvement, whatnot. And I, anytime I was driving my car, that's all I listened to. I never listened to the, to the traditional radio. Mm-hmm. So over the years, I, I realized the value and the power of that opportunity to learn while I drove. And, but I also know today's 
environment, everybody's busy. So the Small Business Minute to me made sense. And so I launched it being a one-minute focused business tip. And I'm getting, I'm getting pretty interesting feedback from around the world how people like it. And it's a snippet, but it doesn't go into enough detail, but it gives them enough meat to execute uh, an idea. Now, speaking of tips, um, one of the things that I find that a lot of uh, business owners and entrepreneurs struggle with is sales. Do you have any tips in regards to how to really kind of get traction and generate sales? Yes. It's interesting because that, that whole topic has spawned. It, it's part of my book. It's been certainly uh, parts of it on uh, my podcast, as well as I do a presentation called No Sales, No Business. The need for sales in any organization is, is incredible because without sales, there is no business. It is the sole source of revenue for most enterprises. What happens is is in an interview process or a sales pitch, new entrepreneurs forget that there's a simple rule. It's the 80-20 rule, which we've probably heard before. But in the sales context is the client should be doing 80% of the talking and you should only be doing 20% of the talking. Typical sales presentations, the salesperson is talking away incessantly, trying to promote their product because they're so passionate about it, they're desperate, whatever the reason is, and they don't shut up long enough to let the customer interject or to hear the feedback they need from the customer. So the other thing, too, is during those process, by letting the customer talk, you start to pick up uh, ideas and thoughts that could be incorporated into your business, your product, your service to improvement. But if you're doing all the talking, there's no time. I find that when I when I encounter a good salesperson, it's it's that person is more um, asking great questions, trying to figure out what I actually need, and then really kind of taking the product and and matching it to my need rather than just saying, "Here, I got this great product. I have all these features. You need it." There is, a, and actually, there's something I've read about a year ago, and I, I wish I could attribute it to somebody, but um, I can't remember who it is. But it's the the five whys. When you're asking question, ask why five times and you'll get to the true answer. So some people give a, a, a very uh, simplistic answer when you're trying to probe the, the client. But if you continue to ask five whys, the fifth one, you'll get to the real nut of the problem and, uh, like and their opportunity or mm-hmm. um, what their challenges are. And they're there, you're there to help the client. It's not about you. And unfortunately, I've made the mistake. We, we get the emphasis on the wrong syllable, as I say, is we're focused on us. It's really uh, the client, all they care about is what's in it for them. Exactly. Now, since we have a limited amount of time here, what I'd like to do is just get your, maybe your top three do's and your uh, top three don'ts in regards to business today. Okay, let's start with the, the top three do's. Focus and stay within your parameters. Lots of times you'll be faced with opportunities that are just outside, but you may look at it as a profitable uh, exercise. I, I'm cautioning you not to do that. That's number one. Stay, with, stay within your, your uh, premise, and you'll be far more successful. You want to become the expert in that, uh, that field. Uh, simplicity. I mean, Leonardo da Vinci said that simplicity is the highest form of sophistication. Less is more. It's, uh, if we want to use Apple, uh, the iPod as, a, as an example, it's a very simple device, not many controls, easy to use compared to other alternatives out there. But simple, keep your business simple, keep it focused, as I said, and it also leverage that, you, it continues to make you the expert in that environment. So what would be the three uh, mistakes that you might likely see the most or the three don'ts? Probably the, the three, and I'm not sure I can get to three at any point in time, but uh, let's, let's give it a whirl here. Mm-hmm. The, um, the three is certainly being distracted. Mm-hmm. 
and um, on other things other than what's important to the organization. So as early startup, as I said, sales are tantamount. Show me that somebody cares what you're doing. And uh, that's usually done by somebody giving you money. Uh, it may not be a lot of money, but okay, you've, you've made a sale. Uh, the second one is partnerships. I've had a uh, uh, number of disasters, let's be polite and say that. And I, I don't recommend partnerships. And it's funny, I just had a, a consultation with somebody the other day. And they were talking about it. And I just told them, I asked them why they went into the partnership and they felt they needed somebody to help them. And that's exactly how I felt when I had my partnerships. And in every case, um, I, I realized that I didn't. And I went on for those businesses. To, it was my effort that made the businesses thrive and they, they, their priorities changed. So uh, partnerships are certainly not um, something that I recommend. Sometimes you have to. And when great partnerships work, they're phenomenal. They're, they're a thing of beauty when they do work, but most don't. And uh, the last thing is one of the things I, I, I recommend people do, and it's getting experience wherever you're working. I don't care if, it's, um, if you're flipping hamburgers at a place. There are processes in place. There's management in place. Take advantage of that learning and apply it to going forward. It's not just a job. It's actually a huge learning opportunity. It doesn't have to be a manager's job or something with a title. Just understand that, especially the fast food business, and a lot of a lot of students certainly work there, mm -hmm. and, and that's mm -hmm. how they get launched, is these companies are massive. They're global in scope. They didn't get there because they didn't have processes in place. It's a massive learning. Right. You can learn a lot from that. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Well, that's it for episode number 10 of BizBreak. We had Greg Weatherden, author of Get More Life Out of Your Business, and also the podcast Small Business Minute here today. Thank you very much for coming in. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. Love the opportunity. Thank you.